This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's hour five of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. The line on DeMar Hamlin, neurologically intact. Lungs continue to heal. That's what you need to know here as we get into our final hour of the show. We do have NBA content here for you. And Luka Doncic fans, get ready to be more excited and to have it quantified for you. Just how much better is Luka than last year, okay? And is there perhaps another award beyond the MVP that he also deserves? General, at your service, if you see me, bear me in a... Here's Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander's in the Pimp Cup at Master Control. Zach Wolchuk is uh, at this broadcast position. Carter Freeman's coordinating your video. And uh, Eric Chiafalo is on assignment. He's covering the Dallas Mavericks tonight as they host the Boston Celtics. Awesome. So uh, look forward to getting the full report from him tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Okay. Uh, headline of the ringer, Luka Doncic isn't just the MVP favorite. He's also... The MIP, you know what that is, of course. The most improved player in the entire association. How could you go from being an MVP candidate to to being the most improved player? Prove it. I bet you cannot prove it. We go to the uh, byline of Michael Pina here in the ringer. And uh, (laughs) the the (laughs) lead-in says, uh, The Maverick star has reached a staggering level of greatness this season taking a big enough leap on both ends to deserve double award consideration. You think so? Now, it is it, it is an award that's probably going to go to somebody else. I think uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is the current front runner, up 35 there in OKC. Lori Markadon's balling for the Jazz and actually staying healthy. Uh, Anthony Simons, those are amongst your, your other uh, candidates. But the case for Luke is exceptional. And I think it might just be that the voters don't think to give it the same to two guys that maybe he won't even be a candidate, but holy cow, this is like a perfect way to illustrate just how much better he is than last season. It's an incredible article, Wolchuk. It really is, and I mean, we, we've kind of been able to see the defense and in, in how that's really improved, but the efficiency rating, how that's up 7.3 points from a very good 25.1 a year ago to 32.4. Oh, that's huge. This year, that's the second highest of all time. Yeah, which is insane. The shot splits are up, but I think the biggest thing has to be the defense, right, guys? Yeah. I mean, that's something where we were critical of him all year last year. There were times, specifically in the postseason, where it seemed like, you know, he, he gets into it with officials, and now you're a man down, and you're, you're, you're constantly putting your offense and your team now in a negative position, and now you're seeing him buy in. Like, Jason, this is the impact of Jason Kidd. 
And maybe people can go ahead and gripe and, and the Christian Wood stuff with Jason Kidd not starting him, and clearly that's working out right now. They're 7-1. and one. They got a big game tonight with the Celtics, which we'll get into. But I think the buy-in that he's had, and Sean Sweeney should deserve some credit here as well, but making Luka now a better two-way player and an all-around player, but the defense is certainly the area where you're seeing that with Luka, and now there's really not a hole that you could pick at in his game outside of, hey, quit complaining to the officials so much and getting yourself teed up. Yeah, and hopefully that gets itself sorted out, but you're, I think you're wise to point to Jason Kidd and the moment that he had last year in that Sun series that really, I think, you know, has been the catalyst or the, the turning point for Luka, and I think it's the respect that he has for Jason Kidd. You know, and maybe it, it took the season and then seeing his message and how it cost them a playoff game yeah. to be like, oh, wow, I really got to listen to this guy. And and since then, you know, the bad defensive possessions have almost completely evaporated. Yeah. You meant, uh, go ahead, Brian. Yeah. No, you're, I, I, you know, you talk about defense, he's the top six in the league in steals. Yeah. You know, and so when you look at all the, okay, give me the, all the other superstars that might be in top five. You know, to me, steals are part of playing defense. It's part of being close. It's knocking the ball loose. You know, it's grabbing the ball, whatever you have to do. But that's, to me, when you look at the, the names ahead of him, there's no Jokic. There's no Joel Embiid. There's no, I mean, there's not names of guys that you're like, you know, that's a superstar player that's in the yeah. top six. And he might have separated himself. Yeah. We, we might be actually watching him make the case that he is a LeBron or Jordan type of presence if he can maintain these levels. Last year, it was like, you're just another one of the James Harden type of good players in your prime. You're not going to join the upper echelon. Now, 30 games into this year, it looks like that might be realistic. We'll chuck hit on a couple of his stats, but I think you need all of them to really gain the full appreciation. The scoring's up 5.9 points per game. How do you add six points per game after already playing at an MVP level? His usage rate is only up 1%, but he increased his scoring by over 20%. How, how do you do that? Free throws? The yes, the the free throws are up because he he leads the league and I believe going to the line. Him and Giannis, yeah. are the two highest in the league. Sure, huge attempts. jump, huge yeah. jump, and yeah. that that is what separated Jordan. Right, was his his free throws, and nobody other than James Harden had been able to match how he create a conga line to the free throw line. But seven point three to jump in player efficiency ranking from twenty five to thirty two point four would be the second highest PER of all time if he can hold that for the year. Wolchuk mentioned that. Crazy. That's insane. The true shooting percentage, 4.8 percentage points higher. He's shooting 59% inside the arc. 59. That's like Shaq numbers. It's, it's just Joel Embiid type of, you know. Uh, among the 367 cases in the database of players who've recorded at least 500 drives, no player has generated more points per play than the 1.23 that Luka does now. Last year, it was 1.15. Um, he, he's creating out of pick and rolls, isolation plays and dribble handoffs more efficiently and at a higher volume. Seven of Doncic's top 15 game scores um, have already happened this season. The top two came within the past 10 days. Uh, and he's doing it with less help than ever. Josh Green, Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleba. According to Second Spectrum, no other player is taking more heavily contested shots. Yeah. He's hoisting 
22.5 of them per 100 possessions compared to only 1.4, which was the second lowest of his career. So he's taking all these shots, hitting a ton of them, player in his face. They're still going in. Mm -hmm. Doncic is now more confident, relaxed, and insistent, writes the ringer. This is what we talked about earlier in the week, just how over these last six games, you've noticed it start to look really easy for him. Every possession looks like he's experiencing deja vu, instantly recognizing patterns and then manipulating defenders as they try to execute a once promising but now suddenly hopeless plan. Doncic leads the NBA in assist rate and has seen his turnover rate drop 3.8 percentage points to a career low 11.5. That's huge. The turnover rate is big. Yes. And he's now blitzed a whopping seven times per game. Mm-hmm. A significant increase from last year, which was 4.8. And he's not turning it over. Yes. And it's more than double the next highest player, which is Devin Booker. He gets blitzed at 3.3 and on track to set a new all-time record but how for being this? blitzed. So last year we brought up the postseason, right? And, and yesterday we talked about Tim Cato's article in The Athletic about how teams are trying to defend him. So best way to defend Luka, right? Just go ahead and make him work on both ends. Try and exhaust him, essentially. But now we talked about his newfound commitment to both playing a two-way player, two-way game. This season, of the 39 players who've guarded the screening defender in at least 100 pick-and-rolls with a switch, only three have been more stout than Luka, which wow. means he's been fantastic in that regard on the defensive end of the floor. The yeah. teams are trying to make him work. They're yeah. trying to exhaust him. You talk about him being in shape. That's an improvement, but also, yes, the buy-in and the willingness and the effort that he's putting into, and teams now can't just go ahead and say, well, let's make him run around more. It's not working anymore. You know, you mentioned that Tim Cato article, and I think it's something really important. I know we've talked about it a couple of times, but I was chatting with my nephew who's just fallen in love with the NBA over the holiday, and he was like, is Luka the most unathletic player in basketball? And, you know, this this athleticism storyline, it's it's fascinating, and Tim Cato mentioned it yesterday. He called it uh, an un-American athleticism. But, okay, so there's two kinds of athleticism. There's quick twitch, and then there's, like, the torque, right? And Luca is elite at the torque. And what it allows him to do is slow down and put his foot in the ground and go a new direction in a shorter period of time. Now, it's not going to explode and go into a 4-3-40 or a 48-inch vertical leap, but the time that it takes him to change directions is extremely elite, like best-in-the-game type of athleticism. And that's the hidden athleticism that is so important in basketball because it only takes a brief second to get a player out of balance and leaning on one foot and then go the other way. And... That, I, I think, is the maybe the thing that's misunderstood about Luka the most, is he actually is a very elite athlete, and at that size with that skill set, he's now starting to make it look unfair, just like LeBron did, who was the fastest player and the highest jumper and all that. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, he's, to me, and, and a lot of people are texting in, like, he's not going to end up winning the most improved player. He won't, but the point is... This is why, legitimately, you're, you're talking about, in my opinion, the MVP of the league. Absolutely. Because yeah. now, I mean, you could say, hey, 
yeah, he's great offensively, but he's not good on the defensive side. You can't say that. Can't so say that far anymore. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's not really right now a a legit weakness that you could point to in his game where you could say in years past why you're going to give that to Giannis, why you're sure. going to give that to KD. Sure, Shea Gilgis Alexander probably the heavy favorite to win this thing. We got a text in about Laurie Markkinen. He's not going to win Most Improved Player. But this is why Luka Doncic, in my opinion, is the MVP to this point. The reason he's not going to win it is because you won't think, the voters won't think to consider him. But he has a legit resume. Shea Gilgis-Alexander has been a very good player for three years. He's a slightly better player this year. You could argue the jump Luka has made is just as significant, if not more. You wouldn't wouldn't think that. Like a player that's already been an all-pro every year that he's been in the league. Yeah. That he can take another step, but he's taking that step. I mean, there's some precedent. Ichiro won Rookie of the Year and MVP. Yeah, good point. So, who knows? Maybe if the idea goes viral, you know, this Ringer article gets picked up by a number of voters and they're looking at it, maybe, maybe it can plant a seed that could be in their mind. What are you hoping to see tonight with the Celtics in town? I really want to see Christian Wood carry over that defensive effort that he had in the second half against the Rockets because you know Wood's always going to bring the offensive capabilities. Like him and Luka have been amazing in the pick-and-roll scheme. And, and Luka, I think you will get the best out of Luka when he's playing against the top in the NBA. And you have that tonight with the Celtics coming in town. I mean, the Celtics have been, outside of the Mavericks, when Luka's on the floor, the best offense in basketball. I think the Celtics have been the best team in basketball, in my opinion. I know some people would say maybe Milwaukee, but I think you're going to get an elite performance from Luka, but I really want to see Christian Wood, if he can give you some rim protection like he gave you against the Rockets, I think the Mavs do have a chance to knock off the Celtics tonight. Yeah, don't get bullied in this game. You know, don't get bullied. Don't get, don't get, you know, they, you're right. They, the Celtics have so many good players that it's easy. They can. They. It's not lulling you, but all of a sudden, it's just this wave, and they just, you know, and it just keep coming after you and coming after you and all this. You know, to to beat the Celtics, you got to weather the storm because they're. You know, they're going to shoot well. You know, they're going to play defense well, and they're going to be physical. Don't don't let the Celtics come in here and bully you on your own on your own floor tonight. And they can do that. I, you know, I, I think the Celtics are a very good team, but I, I don't know. I guess the I, last I, twelve, they've been kind of a little bit of a, a little yeah. bit of a rut. But yeah, and OKC it, loss was was yeah, very surprising. No, but they they they've been struggling. They have I don't think struggling. the Mavs should be underdogs here. Yeah. Well, uh, like I they, say, the Mavs have been great at home. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Mavs have also been they've been in some situations too where they've been down big in some games and been able to rally. So you know, if it comes down to you have a lead, say you get out to a big lead, find a way to maintain. But you know, it's all about the finish with the Mavs. Nobody plays more clutch games than the Mavs. I mean, they just it's 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 just what they are this year. We are going to get you a little bit more Cowboys news here coming up in the next segment. But let me finish up this segment, if you don't mind, with a little bit of around the NBA and some storylines to look forward to for the 2023 season. Oh, okay, perfect. Do you want LeBron to be the all-time scoring champion? Because he's going to be. Mm-hmm. He is uh, 528 points away. He would need fewer than 20 games to go to pass Kareem if he averages 28 and a half points per game. Which should be uh, uh, that should be easily done. Storyline number two: Here come Unless the he Nets. Gets hurt. Unless yeah. he gets hurt, and, and injuries yeah, have been inj- happening. Injuries happen to him late in the year. Sometimes. Okay. Uh, Storyline number two: Here come the Nets. Are you ready to cheer for the Nets? I am. I think this would be a fun storyline. It would be fun. And I did, there's something about Kate. I love watching Kevin Durant play basketball. I know yeah. people have called him soft and all this. I, I can buy into a KD run. Jock Vaughn has done a tremendous job. He was the interim coach when Dallas played there early in the year. 
and now they've been on a run. You go and you watch the locker room settings and stuff like that. He's made everybody on that team accountable. They've weathered. We talk about weathering the storm, the whole thing with Kyrie and the you know the the stuff that he went through. This is a really really good basketball. Yeah, they're talking team. about maybe doing a long term deal with Kyrie now. Uh, so uh, a, a total one eighty, no doubt, over six the last months six makes a lot of difference. Six weeks. Yeah, no very yeah. quick. Very quick. Okay, uh, number three, will Golden State put it together? I think they will. I think they're going to be fine. You know, these these championship teams, especially the veterans, you're, you're, you, I think you see, you saw it the other night with Boston. Yeah. It's, it's hard once you've been to the finals to stay focused for six months. You're like, we can win on the road. Just get me to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, number four, the crowned MVP race, Luka, Jokic, Giannis, Embiid. Tatum shouldn't be in here. Come on, let's let's stop the nonsense with Tatum. Okay, you also have uh, John Morant, Donovan Mitchell, if he keeps uh, blowing up. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell's been awesome. Number five, trade season will be heating up. Uh, Vucevic, please. Ooh, John Collins, Miles Turner, Kyle Kuzma. I'd take a Bogdanovich. I'd love a Bogdanovich. Yep. Number six, all-star arguments. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of dang uh, arguments. There's so many players. Number seven, Wimby Watch. It's not Wimby Yama. It's, it's not quite as intense as it would be in previous seasons because of how they've adjusted the lottery odds. But once we start getting closer to that draft lottery, it's going to be very, very exciting for a number of franchises. Can the Kings keep it going? They're 19 and 16. No. Hey, Mike going. Brown's done a great job there, though. Oh, he has. I mean, that, good for Mike Brown. Yeah, that that's the place that used to be. That's that's the team that has the longest playoff drought. You know, now with you know with them, so maybe this is maybe this is one of those things. I think Mike Brown, you know, he he's, he understands how, and they've got they've got some really nice players there. Yeah, De'Aaron too. Fox, Sabonis. Yeah, yeah Sabonis is, is an all star. Yeah, exactly. Right now, I think. Yeah, uh, sorting out the Sixers. That's a mess with Tobias Harris and, and PJ Tucker and. You know, uh, James Harden trying to help out uh, Joel Embiid. That's the yeah. most disappointing team. Yeah. And then the new Western powers, the Pelicans, the Nuggets, the Grizzlies. Is somebody going to throw off the uh, the Warrior Suns and, and, and the Clippers and, you know, how they've been holding it down as, as the team's health, you know, currently that's, out for that's, three weeks. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I'm not going to get to see him play on Saturday. Uh, definitely. Hmm. All right, we have Cowboys Twitter. Top tweets going viral. We'll, uh, we'll get you the latest on the Cowboys as, uh, uh, look at this, we're already heading towards a Friday. On 105.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back, Nation. It's time for a little bit of Cowboys Twitter. Top tweets going viral about America's team from America's team. Segment is brought to you by the Frankels. 
If you think there will be less big company trucks on the road because of gas prices, think again. And those big trucks have insurance companies to protect them. So get representation that won't settle for less. It's the Frankels, 214-333-3333, or go online to truckwreck.com. Yeah, let's take a look here at uh, this Cowboys Twitter, and there is a lot of interesting stuff going on. Um, We're going to start with uh, Sean McDermott, though, the Bills coach, and one of his quotes is going viral from today's media session. He was asked about uh, one of his players, Josh Reed, asking for more time this week away from the team and away from practice for mental health. And McDermott said, this isn't about me. I appreciate you asking. I'm human just like anybody else. There's been moments as we just had that it overwhelms you. And it's come up more than a couple of times for me at different points in time. So, But like anybody else, I need to be able to have enough self-awareness to know when I need to break and when I need to seek out a counselor as well. So I think it's important to know that that's not a sign of weakness. If anything, it's a sign of strength. And people need to know that out there. So Sean McDermott being celebrated by uh, the mental health community, you know, by athletes. That was a big deal. Um, you know, I, I don't know how I'm connecting these ideas exactly, but I was just watching the uh, the 30 for 30 on the Boston Celtics dynasty in the 60s and the start of the 70s. And the thing that separated Red Auerbach from a lot of the other coaches, including the Lakers coach, who tried to make Wilt Chamberlain go back in the game when he had suffered a very significant ankle injury in a playoff game, is Red Auerbach took the side of the players yeah. and let them decide without any input what was going to be in the, their best interest for you know physical and, and mental health. And I imagine Sean McDermott won a lot of people over inside the organization, as he has already. I mean, he's one of the top coaches in the game for a lot of different reasons. But, yeah, th- there you have it. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's isolated to, to the Bills. I would be surprised if that's isolated to the Bills because I think a lot of players had anxiety about it already. And, you know, we talked with Tank two hours ago. He said it's it's not really something you want to allow to set up shop in your mind. Yeah. You know, you don't even want to entertain ideas like that because in order to play this game effectively, you got to sort of have a different mentality. And um, that's the reality of it. You know, the the the, the fear factor. We all, we're all programmed just to survive, right? Uh, and we're the ultimate survival machine that the earth has ever seen, you know, what we can go through and overcome. And, you know, for some people, I think when you see a threat like this, it is really going to take you back. And it, it might be something that some people, some players don't recover from at all, what we witnessed on Monday night. We're all wired differently yeah, in the way we handle, you know, you know problems and issues and, you know, our emotions. I'm, you know, I've been around guys that, that like, you know, you, you would think that it would really, that would really, something would affect them. And then they're just so focused on, no, I've got to do this. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll worry about this another time. You know, and, and that's the thing that, you know, some, some people are, are different. And, and what, what, what lately we've learned about sports is it's not about Red Auerbach and those guys in the 60s because back then it really was, it was very much like, oh, don't be soft. Yeah. Don't be that guy. Don't mm-hmm. be, you know. And today it's like we're learning a lot more about really, like I said, how people are wired. Mm-hmm. Mental Some, health. Mental health. Yeah, that, you know. And the um, differences. The, 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 yeah. the differences. And, you know, you, you you never wanted to be that guy that would go in and appear that I can't practice today. I still wouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, I tip my hat to people that can do that. Maybe I don't yeah. suffer with mental health enough, yeah. but I couldn't do that. 
I, I, I would I would be too worried about looking weak. Yeah, see, that's the thing about it is, and you know, and 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 great for you know for professional sports and colleges and whatever that that can provide services or part of their program. It's it's not just about the trainers and the doctors and those guys anymore. It's about staffs of trained professionals that you can go in and close a door and talk about the things you're dealing with, you know, and, and make yourself, and, you know, and, and kind of give yourself that, that you don't feel like you're carrying all these burdens. And because yeah. like I said, I, I, I grew up in an airplane sports where you, the old rub dirt on it and just go play. I'm not talking about being hurt, but nobody really t- asked you how, Hey, how you, how you feeling today? Right. You know? And when you said, if you didn't say fine, you were like, what's your deal? You're what are you programmed? What are you, yeah, what are you, I'm okay. Yeah, oh, you're not, a negative good. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you pissed off about? You can't get yeah. over things. Yeah. What, what's yeah. your problem? And so to me, that's why in this time, I I really, really am grateful. And what we saw the other night, I'm grateful that the NFL, even when I started in 1992, we didn't have 30 people making sure that players were taken care of. Yeah. You know, I mean, they had things that were handled, how you handled things, but all the 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 trainers, the doctors. The, the 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 specialist that can that can walk you through and and get you help if you need it that's the thing that you know there's a lot of these these you know i mean with the way social media and things are now there is so much pressure on just our society you know just with the pressure i mean it you know having to like you know just everyday life a lot you know, of hate. like you know yeah come in here for five hours a day and then i i'm gonna be honest with you folks i don't look at the texts i don't because, and I'm not saying I'm not strong, I, I, but you know what? I'm not going to let you ruin my day. It's just day. like text. It's, it's yeah. like toxic Twitter. I, that's yeah, what I'm our not, text I don't, is. You know, yeah, that's mentally what I'm beat you down. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I think nowadays that, that you know, you don't have to get beat down. Because there's somebody there who will actually care for you. You know, yeah. there'll actually be people that say, hey, I want to help you here. Where maybe 40 years ago... They, they, maybe they, maybe you weren't going to get that. That's well said, sir. It is the G Bag Nation. We're looking at Cowboys Twitter here. Uh, Sean Sharif, uh, who will often tweet stuff about the Cowboys, tweeted uh, as he was watching the TNT pregame show. Charles Barkley just said Luca is the MVP uh, so far. Let's go, Chuck, it, it's it's close, but I would agree. You know, and I I'll I'll pride myself on being objective and trying to see the case for somebody else. It's Luca right now. Michael Gelkin, morning news was at the press conference where Cowboys great Darren Woodson praised the team's secondary. This is the best safety group I've seen that this team has ever had. Curse, Hooker, Wilson. On Wilson, he reminds me a lot of Brian Dawkins in a lot of ways, especially close to the line of scrimmage. Huh. And this Wilson has really come a long way in his Cowboys time. Yeah. Done the, a hell of a job. Yeah, and you know, and hopefully we'll only get better. I was with Brian Dawkins for one year there in Philly, and, and him and Darren Woodson are really cut out of the same cloth. You know, when you look, talk about leadership, accountability, I guarantee you there's people in Philadelphia that will tell you everything about Brian Dawkins and talk about him in just the same light that we're talking about Darren Woodson. Oh, man. So if you're if you if Darren Woodson is comparing him to a Brian Dawkins, consider that a very high, high praise. Extremely high praise. Yeah. I don't have anything nice to say about Filthy. In fact, you gave me the Wooly Bully nickname because I went off on the Eagles and, and they said something about the Cowboys being irrelevant and I went off on some radio guy there and talked about the only reason that you're even playing in a primetime game is because the NFL likes to schedule the Cowboys in primetime. So you're really the irrelevant team. I can't stand the Eagles, but I had a lot of respect for Brian Dawkins. Yeah. That dude was unbelievable to watch him play the game. And if if Woody is mentioning Donovan Wilson 
in that same category. Cowboys need to probably lock him up. I believe he's a free agent after this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully they got everything because there's a number of players. Can you get Curse? Hooker and Wilson under contract, if you can, salute to you. A lot of pie to go around, right, Steve? Okay, uh, Dan Rogers, blog of the boys guy, tweets, Jason Peters has played nine games with the Cowboys this season, and all but one, he's played less than 30% of the snaps. In the one game he played more, it was against Washington, and he got hurt. Yeah, Peters is expected to play more than 30% on Sunday. Can he handle it, Brian? Uh, that's my concern right there. I mean, that's where I was talking about earlier when we were going to back a- – forth about you know where are you at on depth and stuff like that how do you feel about ball you know well let's go how do you feel about these guys this is going to be a test for him to have to have to play all these snaps in this game coming up I think there's there's times where he's been good and then other times you could see he's a 40 year old man playing tackle in the NFL or guard it's just the 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 foot speed the foot quickness you have to be able to get to second levels. You have to be able to get your head across blocks. When you try and pass rush him, he is one of the best at just sitting there and saying, you're either going to run over me or I'm going to try and keep you wide. And he could do that. But there's things in the running game that 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 are, are a little bit of a struggle for him right now. And how you know how they're able to, you know, we talk about the right tackle and the, and the right guard with the combination blocks. The same thing could be said for when he's playing left tackle and then having to deal you know, with the left guard. Sounds like they really need to get Biotis healthy for the playoffs. I, yeah, absolutely they do. Yes, that's uh, a must. Uh, I mean, Tampa getting healthy at the at the wrong time. Hicks, uh, uh, Vea, yeah. uh, Werfs, three big names coming back. Yep. Uh, Michael Gelkin, Morning News. Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy saying linebacker Leighton Vander Esch was limited. Uh, but the involvement is very important yeah. because he's our play caller just to get back in the flow. He's only doing non-contact work and could see some seven-on-seven seven on Saturday. But this is all about getting him ready for Tampa, right? Yeah, this is yeah, the, the guys you're all talking about, uh, Hankins, Van Der Esch, you know, Biotish, we said is going to be really, really close, but you're going to get those two defenders back for the playoffs. All righty, it is the G-Back Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Oh, the other note, uh, Kelvin Joseph back. He missed yesterday's with a dental he had a toothache. Washington injury report again today. Yeah, I was mean, it massive? It's still massive. They're, I mean, they've got a lot of guys that are not practicing now. This will probably change if the NFL decides, hey, we're uh, going to go ahead and open this up to an eighth team because that yeah. really benefits Washington. They're right now eliminated. Mm-hmm. They'd go to right back in it because if they were to win. They'd be a team that could be sitting at what eight, eight and one, right? And then you'd have maybe an eight and nine. Uh, Detroit or an right. eight and nine Green Bay, and yeah. then an eight and nine. So they'd leapfrog. But yeah. you've got Jonathan Allen hasn't practiced the last two days. Sadiq Charles hasn't practiced the last two days. J- uh, J- Jameen Davis hasn't practiced the last couple of days. They just put Antonio Gibson on IR. Brian Robinson, their starting running back, hasn't practiced the last couple of days. St. Juice, their starting corner. Yeah, the ones you need to worry about, I think, are with Allen and St. Juice. Those are the ones I think that the, those are those are major for them on defense. Okay, uh, the competition committee continues to meet, and we we don't have an announcement yet, but they're going to vote on how to get resolution. So this Washington storyline with are they going to be playoff potential? But it really looks like from that injury report, they're prepared to rest anybody that they don't want hurt in training camp. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's what it looks like to me. Well, they're in a situation too where it, now if the vote comes down and. The league, it's not like to me the league is being proactive. On Friday, you're going to need to know you're going to have to play. Now, some teams probably have practiced guys with the intent of not playing them. 
Yeah. You know, all of a sudden now you're Philadelphia and you're like, okay, well, you know, do we do we want to be the first seed or the fifth? If we're going to have to play, you know, the decision they're going to have to make is, do we rest Jalen Hurts one more week? Yeah. You know, do you want to be, because they're not going to get a bye. Yeah. The whole idea is to try and get the bye. Now the question is, do you want to play the, you want to play the commanders? Or do you want to play, you know, whoever, one Giant, verse eight. Yeah, wow, right. yeah. it's really interesting, Brian. Yeah, because if that's a situation, if you're going to have to play, if you're going to have to play in week one regardless, I'm not playing Jalen Hurts. And you, But, okay, then you got to determine, then you got to determine, like, do we want to be the fifth seed or do we want to be the first seed? That's, you know, do you want to play a division opponent or do you want to play the Buccaneers? I think you what, always got to go for home field throughout, right? Yeah, see, the, the thing about it is they're trying to go for home field. But if they if the league is going to make them play on week one anyway, yeah, anyway, probably what, need to make sure that quarterback's healthy for the yeah, they, 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 they probably won't play their quarterback. Yeah. That's a great point, and I, I think Minshew could play a lot better than he did against the Saints. I mean, I this agree. is a guy that was winning games. Well, with he the did. Jags. He played really yeah. well against the Cowboys. Yeah. Did. Okay, Maybe that's the Cowboys. Uh, Jake Paul is moving into MMA. He's going to do it with the PFL, the Professional Fighters League. That's a win for them. Sure is. Oh, yeah. He must have some stakes in that. There's no way that he's just like, I'm signing up. That makes sense. I was trying to figure out why. That guy gets a lot of eyes, Yeah, he's got got stakes in it. That was part of the deal. He asked to have stakes in order to sign the contract. So, you know, it it also is going to allow him to continue his fight career. I I think he kind of found his niche where it was like washed up boxers or washed up MMA fighters. And I don't know where the market was in boxing, but now you can go to MMA and sort of keep the thing going for a while. Now I'll fight MMA guys on their turf, and maybe a couple of years and five more pay-per-views later, he's stacked money super high. And then especially if you can get this PFL going. That's interesting because I know you followed the UFC closely, and the UFC has some real ethics issues for a number of reasons, but one of them is how they pay their fighters. So if Paul can get some money going into the PFL, maybe they can, uh, you know, make a make a run and, and have a competitor for the UFC. Speaking of competitors, XFL is back. They're going to open their season at February 18th with Vegas against the Arlington Renegades out there at uh, Choctaw Stadium in Arlington. And Pro Bowl wide receiver Devonnie Adams has clarified, I do want to stay with the Raiders. Uh, the impending departure of his good friend Derek Carr made people ask questions, but he's like, oh, no, I love the Raiders. And I, I wanted to be a Raider even before Derek Carr was their quarterback. Yeah. Uh, so He also said, it. hey, I'd like to uh, have some say in the future yeah. quarterback situation. He should. Absolutely. And, you know, it's a shame anybody has to be uh, affiliated with, with the Raiders, but I, apparently for some people, I tried they for, like it. I tried for two weeks. I yeah. tried. Yeah. They wouldn't let my, me do it. My nephew let me know he's a, he's a Raiders <laughs> fan. I said, well... You know, that that's quite unfortunate because it's actually a rule that by age 25, you have to commit two felonies to yeah. be a Raiders fan. Yeah. Shout out to Raider Jail. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he's he's uh, uh, the, the guy that actually hit me to that whole deal. I didn't, it, it was top secret before that. We got to go. Uh, we'll cross talk with the get right. See what Reggie and KG have cooking for you next year in the nation. Thank you, Lucius. Well, uh, Christian Pulisic left today's Chelsea game with another injury. Oh, they, they take on Man on. City. I don't, I don't even want to say about that. Greatest player in American history. I, I think he could be significantly better than what he is right now. He just can't stay healthy. Maybe a change of scenery or something. That's a little bit disappointing to see uh, once again. I mean, it's like every every three or four games the guy's hurt again. Anyway, here they are, the get right. It is it is time to find out what uh, is on, on deck here for you tonight. Uh, the get right, 7 to 11. That's the way I feel about this. It, it really is unbelievable. Just, just put him on ice until the next World Cup. 
Okay, can we do that? Can we just make sure he's healthy for the the three group stage games? Be like Couldn't our, even make it to the end of the group stage. Doesn't our goalie in Mexico play on no club teams? Who Memo Memo plays? Memo plays on a club. Does he? Memo Ochoa, yeah. I thought he I thought he was kind of one of those guys that not only played international. I mean, or uh for the national team. Uh no, I th- I'm pretty sure Memo's on a on a uh, on a club team right now, but I'll have to go double check okay. because yeah. I'd be all right with he that, though, Brian. He just played Milan. I'll start a GoFundMe for that. I like this idea. I'll start a GoFundMe. I thought, yeah. I thought somebody was was talking about that he like he was always just showed up for uh, like his, his first well, country. I don't. Well, I mean, he definitely plays well for uh, Mexico. I, I also know that, like, with especially with this, uh, this weird winter World Cup that we just came yeah. out of, I think that there was definitely some players that went into the start of the league year, which kind of correlates the way that football does, like in the fall. I wonder how many there's some you know players that did not you know participate as much in their club to get themselves ready for the World mm-hmm. Cup that international play, um, but yeah, Christian Christian Pulisic one I will kind of fight you on the idea that he's the best American player, but um, also What's your case? I think that Eunice Moose is better than him. I think Tyler Adams is significantly better than him, uh, but of course like he's he's of the new generation. He was the first one up, so he's definitely become like the poster boy of this new generation, and I can't take that away from him. Like he's obviously existed as, yo, this is the new hope. But I think that you've got younger guys than Tyler Adams and Eunice Musa that have came through, and that one are better than him, and two have a higher ceiling. But I mean, it would be higher nice. Higher ceiling? St- Eunice Musa is a dog. All is right. Adams at Fulham, right? No, Tyler Adams is at oh, Leeds. Adams again? Yes, Leeds. Yeah, Leeds. You're right. Okay, I knew it was okay. Um, it's Anthony Robinson and Tim Ream. Robinson. Are, yep, okay, that's what I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I'm sure that our listeners are loving all this soccer talk. Yeah, they are. What do you guys have planned for the show tonight? It's our show. Not soccer want. talk. Because um, I, 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 I rec- want it. I, look, I would, but I feel like I I already know that I'm annoying to people. I want the Liverpool amount. talk. All right, Reggie, how do you oh, think they're going to do? How do you think they're going to do a left Liverpool. corner this week for the Cowboys? <laughs> uh, ooh. Questions? Um, yeah, look, no, I'm just throwing it. No, like I, look, numbers, I, I have no idea. Not playing very bad. He's not been playing too badly. It's just the up and down, right? Like Broadus, yeah, I'm right I, on that. Like I agree. Yeah. He's been playing better than you. He's getting got experience. Out of he's getting a lot of experience out there. Uh, what do we have on the program tonight? Well, Kelsey Charles, um, Chuck. Should be coming through the program in the Luke eight o'clock Casey hour. Bootmaker herself. Yeah, yeah. I, I personally needed to find out if she was the one who got Luka Doncic. Oh, she'll tell you the story. So I want to know what she'll tell you the story. Well, thanks for letting all. The, oh, my uh, bad. You, you, you want to thank actually you. know right now? My well, bad. Come on, KG. Well, you'll right. hear more. Go from ahead and tease it. You're right. You're supposed to be the one teasing anyway. KG, what we got <laughs> on the show tonight? She'll be here at uh, at eight thirty in studio, live in studio. All right. So looking forward to having Kelsey Charles on, and uh, we'll talk some Mavs and. Uh, whether or not at the top of the hour, you know, are we concerned about the game against Washington on Sunday afternoon? Yeah. Uh, in, okay. Looking forward to that. Like, concerned <laughs> with Washington? <laughs> Cancelization? Or? Wow. Well, here's the thing, right? You know, I was listening to you guys on the way in, and they're talking about this whole, you know, adding a possible eighth playoff there team, that kind of thing. And my biggest worry always when you get to the final week of the season, I think for most people is, just getting out of there healthy. Like, yeah. just get out of there uh, yes. as healthy as you can. Yeah. Find a way to win, but also, you know, be as healthy as you can coming out of that game, getting ready for what could be a week one matchup against the Packers or whomever. 
It may not matter if you have a buy or not because that may be going away <laughs> here in the yeah. next few hours. So. Yeah, next couple of hours. It should be really <laughs> interesting to stay tuned and, and see what the NFL Competition Committee decides to vote on. What's going on at TCU? We didn't talk about the story today, but they get a, a third Alabama transfer. Yeah. Oh, Trey Sanders. Running back. Yeah. yeah, running back Trey Sanders. Dang it, I meant to mention that when we went in the college football super seg. I just got so excited with the A&M story. Oh. Is this a thing? Is this a... Or are these Bama washouts? Are these guys that, you know, Nick Saban didn't want? (laughs) No, I I think anytime you get, you know, Alabama's roster is outstanding. I mean, from, you know, top to bottom. So, yeah, if you're getting transfers from Alabama, I would would feel pretty darn good if I'm a TCU, you know, TCU fan. And and because, like I say, the transfer portal thing, there's some kids are going to want to go play for opportunity. And there are other kids that are going to go play for money and then opportunity. Mm-hmm. And does the opportunity lead me to get money and then go to the NFL? You know, you just got to determine. You've, we've seen what TCU's done at running back, too. Yeah. You know, their situation, how they use their players and what, you know, what, they, they've done a great job with that. So, I, I any, any transfers from TCU, excuse me, from Alabama to your program, you should absolutely be ecstatic about it. Yeah, and I think yeah. that this this displays kind of the leveling up of prestige of TCU at this point. They have fought yeah. and clawed to, you know, be perceived in that high level. And I think this is showing you that players are seeing them in that level. TCU has done a good job of getting themselves, you know, transfers and so forth to a place where players around the nation are looking at them as a possible, you know, place where you can play at a high level and maybe even contend for a championship. And college yeah. football is a resource game. You know, the thing about the Alabamas and the Clemsons and all those schools of the world is that your starting 11 may be as good as Clemson or Alabama, but their second 11 is just as good as the guys that they run out. So the more resources you can have, the better you can compete. And if TCU is down that road, then that should build wealth for them for a long time. Yeah, which you should, you know, it's great that TCU is getting these guys. What should worry you is Texas A&M losing 27 kids in the portal. You know, that's if you're if you're a fan of football, you're like going. Man, I mean, we had all these five-star, four-star recruits, and now just we go five and seven, and then our program loses, you know, <laughs> twenty-five players. That 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 would that's something. If I was like a, an Aggie, a, a fan of Texas A&M, I, I'd be really concerned by that. I mean, when a coach is robbing you blind of a hundred million dollars, you know, I mean, that might do something to your program. Well, they bit. get those kids there, and, <laughs> and like, what are they? I mean, A&M's coming I with the money. money. They're coming with the money, and obviously, you know, you got to look at that. I mean, I, I just wondered, did 27 kids just make a mistake? Good question. We'll pick up the discussion tomorrow. It'll be a football Friday. We'll be live at Rally House, a Hewlin Mall location out there in Fort Worth. Come on by. I'm going to give myself the Brian Broaddus haircut, legit, in the opening hour of the show. Hell yes. oh, what? So if you, if you can't join us live and in person, you're going to want to watch that on oh, Twitch, you well YouTube, well and then, Gavin, you do all that. No. Might as well not come home. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, she doesn't know yet. She might have oh, just found no. out. She might have just found out driving the kid to soccer oh, practice, as a matter no. of fact. All right, we got to go. Uh, thanks so much to Lucius Alexander, Carter Freeman, Zach Wolchuk, Brian brought us. And until tomorrow at 2 o'clock, you're going home with the G-Back Nation at East. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.